Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're going to do a deep dive into a city consultation process as they grapple with the question of how to manage what is perceived as a problem with affordable housing in the city. To that end, my city, Ottawa, Canada, is holding a number of public consultations, including a public survey. And the purpose of this is for you to get involved in what's happening in your community. Now, over the course of the past year, the city has met with and received input from multiple community and business organizations to discuss rental housing regulations. Tenants have shared a range of experiences, ranging from very poor to excellent. And while there's significant support within the community for a licensing and registration system, the majority of tenants do not support these measures. In approximately 9 out of 10 cases, landlords make repairs when required, and there's concern about increasing rental costs that would result from licensing and inspection fees. However, when problems do occur, both tenants and neighbors want to see a more robust response from the city. From landlords and the real estate industry, the city has heard that overregulation will deter new construction and could also result in current units being taken off the market. This will likely result in higher rents and more residents living in unaffordable housing. It's important to note that the majority of landlords and tenants agree that enforcement should target specific problems when they occur rather than taking a broad one-size-fits-all approach. The purpose of going into this much detail for you, the listener, is so that you become involved in your own municipal consultations and for you to recognize that you have a voice even as a single landlord. The rental market analysis has helped to quantify residents' concerns about affordability and availability of rental housing. In my city, there's about 133,000 rental units in 88,000 unique buildings. About 62% of the units are more than 40 years old. Over the past three years, the rental stock has increased 1% annually, but the demand has increased by almost 3% on a yearly basis. And rents have increased 7.8% for apartments and 11.3% for houses. Approximately 42% of the renters are living below the affordability threshold, spending more than 30% of their income on rent. The analysis by the city has found that approximately 9 out of 10 rental units have had no service requests in the past decade. That closely matches the experiences reported by tenants in public consultations. A very small subset of 223 properties are responsible for nearly one quarter, that is 23%, of all service requests. And pest control is the most frequent complaint with building interiors, followed by mold, water damage, and general maintenance and repair. The latest survey asked some pretty direct questions of residents, and the fact is, most landlords would agree with most of the initiatives and strongly disagree with a few. One of the questions on the survey is, should the city charge property owners for the cost of reinspections if a bylaw violation occurs? Respondents to the survey are asked whether they agree, disagree, or have no opinion. Now, the problem with this proposal is that if a single violation is reported to the city, an inspector will come out for the initial complaint and then have to come out a second time to ensure the problem's been resolved in order to close out the file. That means that any complaint would result in a fee being charged to the landlord because there would, by definition, be a reinspection. There's no requirement that the tenant notify the landlord first, and the tenant can also be the cause of the damage and then complain to the city without notifying the landlord, resulting in a financial penalty to the landlord for something caused by the tenant. That doesn't seem fair. The next question is whether the funds recovered through the reinspection fee should be used for proactive law enforcement. Now, I don't believe that sending government inspectors on fishing expeditions is the proper use of taxpayer dollars. They're not doing an adequate job of policing problems that are reported now. 
Many reports of criminal activity to the police are never addressed by the police. Why do they think that fishing expeditions against landlords who are not criminals is a better use of taxpayer dollars? Number three, the next question is whether landlords should adhere to basic rules of conduct for property standards, property maintenance, and related bylaw requirements. Well, of course, the answer is yes. Why would any member of the community argue that the rules don't apply to them? Then there's a series of questions relating to informing tenants of their rights and responsibilities. Here, too, landlords should be required to inform tenants of their rights and responsibilities. The city should play a role in that as well. The final question is an important one where the city would maintain a public database of violations at a property. In this case, we're being asked whether the city should support consumer awareness by providing the public with basic information about the history of violations at any given address. The problem with this is that a property can change hands. An owner might fire a property manager who is not performing and replace them with someone who does. But a history of problems get attached to the property, not the one responsible for the misdeeds. A property can become stigmatized, leaving the new owner of a property with the history of a previous owner or a previous property manager. This too doesn't seem fair. If you're a member of a local real estate investors organization, I urge you to band together as a community. In my local RIA group, where we have about 400 members, we are both organizing and mobilizing to have our voice heard. A small investment of time and energy at the appropriate point in time and in the appropriate manner can save you years of misery in the future should the wrong regulations get implemented. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.